1: Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience podcast. Today I have with me Kathy Weiss. She's an intuitive energy guide, clairvoyant, and source energy channel. Thank you for joining me today.
0: Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure, Roman. I am really excited to be here with you.
1: Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to the 2019 version of you?
0: Oh, man. Sometimes it's like, how far back do we really need to go? Um, But the earliest version of me that I think is relevant to where I am today is that I was raised codependent, which is really a relationship disorder. It's where one person feels as though anyone they're in a relationship, whether it's a friend, a family member, or a romantic relationship, you really feel like they need me so much that I have to deny myself the things that I would like to be doing because they need me. For example, um, oh, my boyfriend has to give, I have to give my boyfriend a ride to work, therefore I can't go hang out with my girlfriends, things like that. Um, And so I was kind of a messed up 25 year old and really unhappy. And I happened to discover yoga And yoga was the only place where I felt comfortable in my own skin and that was about 23 years ago so it's kind of been a long winding road home to get me to where I am in 2019 but I would say that one of the vital aspects of a yoga practice if you really stick with it for a long time is it starts to reveal the truth of who you really are and the truth of who i really was was that i was not an unhealthy codependent woman but someone who was actually very confident and strong and capable of fulfilling her own dreams and desires
1: no that's great and how did you kind of get into what you're currently doing now as a profession
0: That is also a really great question with also a little bit of a long and winding story, but primarily meditation has been a really key tool for me to be able to get quiet and still and hear the internal messages that are coming through and then therefore also external messages. But there was a moment at the end of 2017 where I was having just a really horrible day And I got on the phone with the only friend that I felt really comfortable to talking about things like energy and law of attraction and spirit guides and sort of what people might call like the woo-woo stuff. And we had a really wonderful conversation. And at the end of that call, she said, I'm going to send you this deck of Oracle cards. And I was like, okay, great. And when the... When the deck of cards arrived and I put my hands on it, I heard really loud and clear, you have to do this for other people. So I just put it out on Facebook like, hey, um, I'm going to do these oracle card readings. Does anybody want to help me practice? And some friends helped me kind of get into doing that. But I realized really quickly, I wasn't reading the oracle cards. I was reading their energy. And I recognized that Something that had been simmering for me for a really long time in the background was just coming forward and that it was able to read people's energy and intuitively know that if they did certain things in their lives, they would begin to feel better or move forward or start to progress towards dreams and goals that they had. So it was kind of really in early to mid 2018 when I officially came out of the closet, as I like to call it, and started to do this work as an intuitive and clairvoyant
1: that's cool and and usually how uh what type of people come to you in terms of like looking to solve something or just kind of you know like you said with the energy get like a even kind of uh, wavelength in terms of calm or what are some of the you know situations that people come to you with
0: yeah that's a also a really great question i work with primarily women but i do work with men as well and i'm finding the longer i do this work that more men are drawn to it as well And most people are feeling stuck, uncertain or longing for more in their lives, especially around career, relationship or health. And some of them have even reached like a breaking point where they feel like everything in my life is at stake and I can't stand the way things are anymore. And I just know that something needs to change. And they often tried other types of modalities like traditional talk therapy. And it seems like they're still stuck and not getting anywhere. And that's when they start to seek me out because we're finding things in their energy pattern or their energy vibration that needs to be healed and tended to in order for them to start to get the results that they're seeking in their life.
1: That's awesome. And is it kind of the process? Obviously, you have a session and there are ongoing sessions in terms of You giving the type of things they need to do and they do them and come back for, you know, additional kind of direction and guidance or how's kind of the process work?
0: You pretty much nailed it on the head with that. It looks a whole lot like life coaching or a talk therapy session, but there's not a one size fits all process because everybody's energy is different. So I generally will read someone's energy before we sit down face to face, whether it's in person or on a digital platform like Zoom, because I get a clearer reading of their energy without looking at body language and facial expressions and things like that. And in that energy reading, I will not only feel their energy but get channeled messages for them and that guidance or the action steps, the things that they need to do. So when we meet up, we go over that and they get what I call their action step success sheet where they can really track like, okay, in the next 30 days or six weeks or so, these are the things I'm going to focus on doing in my life. Here's when I'm gonna start and finish and these are the results I'm getting. And then we do, we meet up again generally between four to six weeks is what most people really prefer and we kind of see like okay what was working what what are you done with what can we move on to next and so we do get this really beautiful progression of forward momentum as long as they're willing to show up and do and follow the guidance that's given to them
1: yeah I agree because ultimately it's on the person in terms of you know getting better and regardless of what situation of life so if they don't take the proper steps they're not going to get anywhere regardless of who they speak with.
0: Exactly, and it's like, I would love to wave my magic fairy wand and heal the energy and I can do that. But if we don't address what's causing the energy to be stuck or blocked or whatever it is, then it's just, it's kind of like going to a chiropractor and getting like your joints put back together. But if you don't address what's causing them to fall apart in the first place, you know, it will keep happening. So there is um, an accountability piece for people. They really do have to step up and take that responsibility for themselves.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think obviously accountability is important in every aspect of life and uh, taking kind of that action and, you know, saying I did this or I didn't do it, but being, you know, accountable for that specific, you know, choice.
0: Yes. And I even have a place for them if we agree on some action steps they're going to take and later they decide not to. I'm like, that's all good. I don't mind if you decide not to do that, but but tell me why. Let's have a valid reason why, other than like, eh, I just didn't feel like it, like that's not enough for me. Um, but sometimes things don't resonate for people, um, and that's fine as long as they can be really clear about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it depends on the reason. Like you said, if it's an excuse, I, I just didn't want to do it, or if it's, you know, they've been having hard times in their life in that duration of time, then, obviously the the path moving forward is a little different correct so what motivates you to succeed on a personal level
0: my main motivation is to fulfill my dharma which is my soul's purpose and my soul's purpose is to teach learn inspire and love so as long as on a daily basis i'm engaged in at least one of those four activities or sometimes more than one of those four activities, I feel really successful and satisfied.
1: No, that's awesome. I think it's one of those things like leaving a legacy and obviously doing the things that you love and giving back to to those around you. Right. So what's one thing that you may have had as a weakness in the past that you've turned into a strength and utilized today?
0: I used to perceive the fact that I'm an introvert as a weakness. I used to think that, um, you know, especially our society really celebrates extroverts and people that have tons of friends and huge followings and big numbers and that that's what we should all be um, like striving towards. It's like big, like scale, like scale it up. And I've never been drawn or attracted to having that many people in my life because I find the energy really super overwhelming and it makes me shut down. So having learned to embrace that I prefer smaller settings and that I prefer really deep, intimate one-on-one conversations with people has really unlocked my ability to do the work that I'm doing now because it does require me to sit down and have really, really deep conversations with people, whether it's my clients or even like this one on one in a podcast where we can really sit down and talk about things and not just be like surface has really shown me that being an introvert is one of my like superpowers.
1: No, I agree. And I think kind of getting to know people genuinely, because oftentimes when people meet each other or network, or like you said, the whole extrovert you know having so many friends or being in the limelight a lot of the time it's all on the surface and those relationships aren't you know genuine or built on something you know common it's usually looking for something in return or some kind of you know relationship in terms of a connection or a possible job or something looking from that person that's a lot of the time not you know you understand each other and you're you know friends or connections just simply because you know you care about each other
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I've really learned that it's okay for me to value something that maybe perhaps in society still isn't perceived as valuable, but it just, I just, I'm so much happier being at peace and comfortable with that aspect of myself and really understanding that the universe didn't get me wrong. Like for a long time, I thought that I had to like force myself to be an introvert because or excuse me, force myself to be an extrovert because somehow my desire for things that were a little smaller and a little quieter were like wrong. Um, But I've learned over the years that the universe doesn't get any of us wrong the way that we truly are is the universe expressing itself through us and you know the universe can't mess it up
1: yeah i agree and i think it's important over time people developing an emotional iq and i think it helps with kind of that understanding people on a different wavelength and understand where they're coming from things that they may be dealing with and dealing in the workplace and your personal life as well because there's often times. Where somebody's going through something, and you're in an office setting or a professional setting, and they may be kind of slipping in terms of the work they put out, but you know, on the surface, they're just not doing their job. But they have all these other things, and understanding that and being sympathetic to that can get uh, get you, you know, a farther way than just you know assuming.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. That's so true. And I recently started working with businesses and teaching employers and employees about their energy and the um, emotional scale. Because as much as we would like to say like, oh, I'm gonna leave my personal life at home and just focus on work. If there are things like you mentioned going on in someone's personal life, you can't remove that from their energetic vibration, which um, science has shown us that our electromagnetic vibration extends a minimum of five feet away from our physical body. So when we're working in close proximity with other people we whether we really understand how it works or not we are feeling their energy and people can't like cut off a piece of them um you know from their home life it does it's like literally impossible to turn that out of their energy so i now work with businesses to help employees and employers start to recognize that about each other so that they can start to you know, have a sense of like, oh, this person is struggling. Let's find ways to support them rather than maybe pull them in and punish them or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And I think like you bringing that up, I think looking back at different professional teams I've been on, different companies, that's important in terms of kind of that energy, because if you come into a toxic team, no matter how positive or high performing you are, eventually that energy is going to drag you down
0: so true that's called emotional contagion because our emotions are contagious and it's the dominant emotion that starts to affect other people so having an awareness of the fact that your energy affects your entire workplace and your entire team and that there are things you can do to elevate that into a more positive healthy situation is very empowering and it helps companies and businesses move into higher levels of productivity and success
1: so what do you think if the person that is giving off that negative energy if they're kind of the c-suite executive or the ceo of the company how do they kind of rectify that when it kind of trickles down to their whole company
0: that is such a great question and it really i think it comes down to some self-awareness of the this like the CEO or whoever we're talking about, like that person who's in a leadership position. Yeah, it's like they really need to develop some self-awareness. And if they aren't capable of doing that, I don't know, that's a sticky situation. That's one where I would love to go in there and work with that person one-on-one and help them to elevate their vibration. Um, But so much of it is often subconscious and people aren't entirely aware Of the energy signature that they're producing into the world so it does require some training and some retraining of the brain or what is often referred to as mindset nowadays mindset is just a fancy or like a like a modern word for training your mind towards something more positive
1: yeah and I'm just thinking about it it's very tricky because if you're a founder of a company people working for you aren't necessarily going to correct you and even if they do, you may not see flaws in your behavior. Um, so that's kind of a tricky thing because I've seen a lot of executives and uh, C suites and you know founders—they're the ones that have caused kind of the downfall of the company based on that kind of negative energy and negative behavior.
0: Mm-hmm. And it is tough when there is a perception of power, or you know, some people don't feel. Like they are empowered to speak up to their leadership team probably out of fear of losing their job or something like that. Um, And so then I would look at that situation as maybe that entire company does need to tank so that that person who was responsible can learn something because ultimately our soul's purpose is to learn and grow and expand and experience joy and sometimes the only way we're going to learn and grow and expand and return to a place of joy and alignment is through the crash and burn and the lessons that it has to teach us so that is sometimes the case
1: yeah there has to be a change in order to kind of right the ship and it's either going to be in that sense or you're going to start losing all your kind of you know good employees that are getting dragged down or not treated the way they deserve to be treated
0: exactly Yeah, all those people are going to be like, this ship is going down. I'm out of here, right? Um, Or I'm just not happy in this work environment. And I want to go to an environment that does make me happy. Um, So ultimately, especially when I'm working, whether I'm working with businesses or people one-on-one, I really come into it from a place of non-judgment. To me, energy just is. It's neither good nor bad. It's just what we're experiencing. um, And I feel like If that's what needs to happen to help you grow and expand, then awesome. That's what needs to happen. It might not be fun right now, but what can we do from where we're at in this situation to start to heal and start to elevate the vibration back up into that place of freedom and alignment and joy um, and the stuff that feels really good?
1: I agree. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional?
0: The thing that comes to my mind right away is take responsibility for the energy you bring, which is not my quote. It's a quote from Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor, but she really nailed it on the head. Whether we are super conscious aware of it or not, as we've been saying, other people can feel your energy and your energy has the ability to positively affect other people or negatively affect them. And it really is under your control. And if you don't know how to control your energy or to elevate it into something that is more positively felt by others, using a really simple mantra, which is a word or a phrase that you repeat over and over and over to create positive vibration is is a simple way to do it. And one of my favorite ones is at peace. So uh, just silently and mentally, you can inhale the word at and exhale the word peace. So that as you come into any situation, whether you're working into your job environment or your home environment, if you take a moment to just a few times, think at peace, at peace, at peace, you're going to be entering into the situation from one that is calm and positive and full of love rather than one that is frazzled or angry or negative or whatever it is. But really, you, you absolutely, 100% do have the ability to make that choice and and affect your own personal energetic vibration because you really only have control over your own and no one else's.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's kind of that saying where you you choose how you feel. You can't let someone make you feel a certain way. You allow them to. Correct. Oh, that's awesome. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you?
0: Absolutely. My website is Kathy with a C, hyphenweiss.com. It's W-E-I-S-S. On Facebook, I'm Lightworker Kathy Weiss. On Instagram, lightworker underscore Kathy. And on YouTube, after youtube.com slash, it's Kathy Weiss the Joy Healer.
1: Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by.
0: It was absolutely my pleasure. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.